My name is Ash and I will be reading John chapter 16 verses 12 to 17. The work of the Holy Spirit. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Sadness will be turned to joy. In a little while, you won't see me anymore. But a little while after that, you will see me again. Some of the disciples asked each other, what does he mean when he says, in a little while you won't see me, but then you will see me, and I am going to the Father? Well, hello again, everybody. It's great to be speaking to you today. If we haven't met before, my name's Sophie, and I'm on the staff team here at St. Saviour's. Fun fact for you this morning, today it is Trinity Sunday in the church calendar. Yes, that is a lot of excitement for Trinity Sunday. So Trinity Sunday is the first Sunday after Pentecost when we think about the triune nature of God, this mystery that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are one God and three persons. One description writes that on Trinity Sunday, we're to explain to the best of our ability the clues written in Scripture to guide us to a fuller understanding of God. So that's what we're going to try to do this morning. And we're going to explore the doctrine of the Trinity, this belief held by the church that God is one God and three persons. And following that, briefly following that, we're going to consider how the love of God is expressed through the three persons of the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So that's what we're going to do today. Let me pray for us as we start. Father, we pray that you would speak to us now by the power of your Spirit. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you search the word Trinity on Bible Gateway or on any other online Bible site, or if you look through your entire Bible for the word Trinity, you will find zero results. The words the Trinity do not appear in the Bible. And yet the Trinity is a fundamental Christian belief across denominations. And that's because although there's no mention of the words the Trinity in the Bible, there are clear references throughout. So while the term Trinity itself isn't mentioned, the three persons of the Trinity are. In the Great Commission, in the book of Matthew, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. 
In 2 Corinthians 13, the Apostle Paul ends the letter with the words of the grace as they are known today. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And we also see the relational dynamic between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit explained. In our passage this morning, these words of Jesus point towards the relationship between the three. Jesus says that the spirit of truth will come, that he will speak only what he hears, that he will glorify the Son, and that all that belongs to the Son belongs to the Father. And in the previous chapter before that, Jesus explains that he's sending the spirit who comes from the Father, and the spirit will testify about Jesus. Again, he explains the relationship, the relational dynamic between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we see that God has always been one God and three persons as well. We see this in the first chapter of the first book of the Bible. In the creation narrative in Genesis 1, the the book starts with the words, in the beginning. And then John repeats those words at the start of his gospel. Um, It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was gone. By doing that, he's making a clear reference to the start of Genesis. And the word here, logos, refers to Jesus. John's saying, in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. And in Genesis 1, we also read that the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were present in the beginning. God has always been triune in his nature. These are just some of the references. The list goes on. We may not find the words the Trinity in the Bible, but there are clear references throughout. We worship one God who is three persons, Father, Son, and Spirit, as we heard in that worship song just a few minutes ago. Alistair McGrath puts it like this. The basic doctrine of the Trinity is that there are three persons within the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that these are to be regarded as equally divine and of equal status. So what I'm going to say next comes with a bit of a warning, because there is a spoiler for Spider-Man No Way Home, which is quite a recent film. So if We've lost, don't worry at all, we've lost a child. Um, (laughs) So if you haven't watched Spider-Man No Way Home and you'll be deeply offended if I spoil it for you, then you have an opportunity here to cover your ears, cover your eyes, and I'll ask your neighbor to let you know when it's safe again. So there's your warning. And now we're going to see a picture on the screen. That is the spoiler. Okay, excellent. So believe it or not, we're going to use this as a bit of an illustration to help us understand the Trinity. So each of these three Spider-Man characters are Spider-Man, as you can see. But there's also difference between them, as you can also see, the three different actors, and they're in 
different parts of the multiverse in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you're a Marvel fan like me. Um, and in the, these, in the three persons of the Trinity, the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. But the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is not the Father. They're the same, but they're distinctive, if that makes sense. And in, the, in this image, we also see the relational dynamic between the three Spider-Man characters. They're pointing to one another. And we talked earlier when we are looking at those Bible passages about the relational dynamic of the Trinity that we read about in the Bible. Jesus is sending the Son, we said, who comes from the Spirit, and the Spirit will testify about Jesus. So we can have um, the slide off the screen, and if anybody's got their eyes shut, give them a little nudge to say it's safe. To give a more conventional illustration, when I was little, I went to Trinity Church of England primary school, despite not having a church background. And I can still picture the logo on my sweatshirt, which was three interlinked circles with a common center if you can picture that. I had no understanding whatsoever at the time, but that was actually a really good visual representation of the Trinity. It shows the three distinct persons of the Trinity, their relationship to one another, and their common center, which is divine love. So this Trinity Sunday, we've explored the doctrine of the Trinity, this fundamental belief held by the church that God is one God and three persons. And it's really, really good to do this. But it can perhaps feel a little bit abstract and a bit conceptual and a bit confusing. It is a mystery, ultimately, that God is one God and three persons. But there's a simple truth that we find here. And that is that God, in his Trinitarian nature, is loving and relational. And we are invited into relationship with the triune God. And we can encounter the love of God today. So for just a few minutes, we're going to consider how the love of God is expressed to each and every one of us through the person of the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So first, God the Father. Through God the Father, God expresses his love for us through our relationship to him as Father. We are adopted children of God, and just like Jesus, we can call God Abba, Father. And this word Abba signifies the close, intimate relationship between a child and their parents. It's a bit like using the word daddy or dad. We can have this close, intimate relationship with God because of his great love for us. In a life group that I was part of many years ago, there was someone in the group who used to start his prayers with the words, hey, dad. And it's something that I'd never heard before, and I've actually never heard since. But what he was doing there was highlighting the close, intimate relationship that we can have 
with God Almighty, the creator of all things. We are children of God and we get to call God Abba, Father, Dad. When we hear the word Father, I'm sure that many of us naturally associate with our own earthly fathers. And this can, of course, be complicated and I want to acknowledge that. Whether because we've never known our fathers or because we have a complicated or difficult or broken relationship with our fathers. This can make it difficult and even painful to think of God as our father. One of my lecturers at Theological College, Lincoln Harvey, once said that the definition of father needs to be understood in the doctrine of God, not as our experience of father. And that's because our experience of father cannot be compared with God the father even if we have the best experience, it's still a pale, pale reflection of God the Father. God the Father is loving and steadfast and present and faithful and unchanging and so, so many more things. The love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is expressed to us through our relationship to God as father. So second, God the Son. Through God the Son, we see the love of God expressed to us through the life of Jesus. This is clear throughout the pages of the Gospels. And of course, God the Son demonstrated his love to the least, the last, and the lost. We read that throughout those pages. And ultimately, he expressed his love for each one of us by sacrificing himself for us. In the well-known words of John 3.16, we read that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And of course, we know that in sending his son, God sent himself God became Emmanuel, God with us. And he suffered death on a cross so that we might have life. That is how great his love is for us. While we were still sinners, Christ, God the Son, died for us. The love of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is expressed to us through the life and death of God the Son, who defeated death on a cross. And finally, God the Holy Spirit. Through God the Holy Spirit, we see the love of God expressed to us through his presence with us. Last week was Pentecost Sunday. Guy was speaking to us. And that's when we remember And we celebrate the Spirit coming on the day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago. And that same Spirit is with us now. God is with us by his Spirit. Some of the words used to describe the Spirit are counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener. God 
in his generosity and because of his great love for us, gives us his spirit to be with us, to counsel and to guide and to intercede and to support and to strengthen. And God in his generosity and because of his great love for us, us offers us the fruit of the spirit, the gifts of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The love of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is expressed to us through the presence of his spirit. God loves us, and this love is expressed to us through each person of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This would be a great moment to have the band back up. Thank you so much. So Trinity Sunday has given us the opportunity to explore the doctrine of the Trinity and to think about some of the ways that the love of God is expressed to each of us through each person of the Trinity. And of course, this is a mystery ultimately. There is so much more to explore and discover, and it will always ultimately be a mystery. But as we come to a close of exploring this complex theme, I want to remind us of that simple truth, that God in his triune nature is loving and relational. We are invited into relationship with the triune God, and we can encounter the love of God today. God loves you, and this love is expressed to you through each person of the Trinity, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, in infinite ways, so many more than we have known today. If you're able, would you like to stand, and let me pray for us before we move into a time of worship. Let's just invite the Spirit to meet us afresh this morning. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Father, we pray that you would meet us, that you would speak to us now by the presence of your Spirit. And we pray this in Jesus' name.